welcome to Two Non Geminis. I'm your host. I'm Carly King. Popping off early. I'm your host, Caroline. I'm your host, Lucia. And our guest is. Stevia. Sponsored by Carly King. Hello. Guys, this is good. Isn't it good? It t- thank you for saying that because a lot of people resist I'm one it. deep. Yeah. I'm not even into soda at all. Mm-hmm. But this is like... Isn't it good? So good. It's yeah. addicting. But you're going to see halfway through, you're going to be burping uncontrollably. Definitely. I'm a burper. Yeah. Okay, so today we're joined by um, Chicago Comedy Extraordinaire. <gasps> is that Whoa. fair to say? That's actually the best word uh, I can think of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carly Kane. She's a conventionally attractive. (laughs) I'm like that for sure, yeah. We like to give a visual representation for all the male viewers. Definitely that one. (laughs) Definitely worth tuning in. People sort of use this podcast as um, a guided meditation and also... (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so Carly, besides being um, an obviously hilarious comedian featured on the road and stuff <laughs> just the road i adopted a highway <laughs> for my comedy the movie the movie you're in crossroads yes. <laughs> um she ice road truckers ice road truckers yeah. you might have seen her there she's also uh, she works for nami yes. is that how you yeah. say it yeah. nami and uh you're really into mental health stuff so we want to talk to yeah. you yeah yes nami national alliance of mental illness they're everywhere um, but they, yes, I, I volunteer and work with the Chicago chapter, which is really cool. Um, so basically we, they do a bunch of stuff, but they have a program where we go to Chicago public schools and just like talk about, it's basically like the kids l- like get excited cause they don't have class that day. And the teachers are like, hell yeah. And yeah. then we just come in and it's basically like an assembly. We do like presentation and then one half is like a presentation. The other half is a personal story. And then we give them like resources and do a question and answer Ooh, and stuff like that's that. So How awesome. did you start doing that? Um, well, I moved to Chicago and I felt like a waste of space mm-hmm. and I was like, I literally feel worthless. I need to be doing something to give back. And so I felt like I was in a good place. Like I went through like a lot of like the whole mental, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. um, a lot of stuff in high school. And then I felt like I, not fully, you never come out fully on the other end of it, but I was like, I want to volunteer. Um, and I just started stand up and then I found it online oh. and they were looking for speakers. And I was like, I feel like this will go hand in hand because I'm like yeah. trying to get on stage. You know, of course, yeah. it's still, although it's still trying to get still had to, Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to like, volunteer if I can get a set in. Yeah. I'm like, this still has to be about like stand up and myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I just, like, applied, and they did, like, a little training program. And then, yeah, I've been doing it for the past three years. Wow. Do you... So when you were feeling worthless, do you feel like stand-up had something to do with that? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think that... I feel like... uh, I feel like I was getting... No, I love it. (laughs) I'm like, do I get a massage next? Yeah. um, I don't feel like stand-up made me feel... Stand-up, I finally felt like I was motivated to do something, but it didn't fulfill me in the way where I was like, this is a very self-fulfilling prophecy, and I need to, like, do some good or attempt to give back or put myself, like, go out of my comfort zone even more. Yeah, totally Um, relate to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I feel like we talked about this a little while ago, like, when we first met, of just how, like... Stand-up is so self-centered mm-hmm. and that and you're so only worried about, like, yourself and your own progress and, like, comparing yourself to other people. And it can be, like, so mentally draining that then volunteering is, like, the opposite of stand-up. You need to volunteer, I feel like, if you're, if you're a stand-up. Yeah. Like, it's just, you're just, it's just, you get too self-centered. It's so important. And I think you don't realize, like, every, like, little action that you do, like, has a effect. You know, it's like there's, like, a... It sounds so cool, but it's like literally like a vibration you put out into the world and like to be able to go to these students and and talk to them. And it's like, yeah, sometimes they're just like laughing at you and they don't care. They don't pay attention. But there will be at least two kids every class that come up to you and are like, hey, you know, I've had some students confide in me some like very, you know, intense things. And sometimes that in itself is a lot. But to know that, okay, like me sharing this or me talking openly about this is giving someone a little bit of hope or giving them a resource 
or whatever. But it, it still is kind of sad beca- because I don't like work for them for them. And I'm like, they, they pay me, but I don't know. I'm not like technically an employee. I can only go so far. So it's like once I leave that school, I can't talk to these kids again. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have kids. Yeah. Like, I want to give them oh, my yeah. number and be like, you can call me because yeah, we're giving you a number to call or resources, but people really, I'm like, I'll listen. You know, I'm not a therapist. I'm not anything, but I'm like, like, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, just don't (laughs) tell them. Follow me on Instagram when I need it. And then, like, give me a call. Like, I want to be like, meet me at the park. Like, but that's creepy. You know, you can't, like, do that. I'm Um, like, I'm tutoring a kid. I just want to, like, hang out with him every day. He sounds so funny. So entertaining. But, like, you can't. How old is he? He's eight years old. And, like, just... Just the most interesting kid. And, like, it's cool that I get to see him every week. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, you want to, like, I want to help him with his homework yeah. every night. It's like, yeah, You're, totally. like, I want it at home. You go, <laughs> like, yeah. in my- you go, like, a little bit, and you're, like, no, I want to go further with yeah. this. Like, I want to. And, and because, like, especially... I mean, I mean, right now, like CPS, it doesn't have the resources. So we say like, you know, tell your counselor, but then most of these schools don't even have a counselor. So it is really hard. It sometimes does feel like, you know, it's nice that we can give them the NAMI resources, but sometimes it's, it is, sometimes I feel like emotionally drained. Well, you're you're also an extremely high achieving person, I think. And you probably just Oh, that's nice to hear. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, give me more. You want to, you want (laughs) to take it, take it harder, faster, stronger. Well, this is a timely podcast then because CTU is on strike. Yeah. So that means something for you. you <laughs> yeah, it's it's I'm curious to see what will happen cuz like the the presentations aren't happening right now obviously with the, the sponsor. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so we're also sponsored by Lily's chocolate. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Isn't it so good? It's really good. Why are you looking at the what is? Why isn't this stuff popular? Right? We're trying to make it popular oh <laughs> through our God. very popular the podcast. Is so that got Bruce Castle Ring. Why They're isn't the government subsidizing a sugar-free Lily's chocolate? Because at Lily's chocolate uh, on Instagram. I'm following both of these brands. So well, um, wait, so just to be clear, so you actually <laughs> get paid for the work you do, right? So I didn't have first, and then so it's not they, technically volunteering, but well, it's still good okay, work. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still good work. It's still good work. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a little basically they give you like a a stipend for travel okay but because a lot of the schools it's like sometimes it'd be like i'm going to indiana and yeah. I'm like, i don't have a car oh jeez. um but um if you sign up for like they pay you per class period so if you're there all day it's actually like a decent amount of money Dang. so it's, it's not like a you're not on like a payroll but mm. um it can be nice to over time, since I've been there for three years, they'll, they've given me some money. So is it like do. a is it like a day, or is it it's like everyone has a, a a period that they go and listen to you talk? So it's sort of like stand up in the way where like you book it, like they send out an email and they'll be like sign up for whatever you can do, and then you send and you're like these are my veils, and yeah. then they like place you in there. So in that way, at one point I was feeling very stressed out because I was like I feel like I'm just like getting booked in my life, like I'm like, I have no control. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like signing up for these random. So it is cool in that way. It's very flexible. Um, and I've met, like, some amazing people through it, too. Yeah. You meet, like, it's crazy. When you put yourself in the right environments, you meet like-minded people mm. who are really cool that you don't really think exist. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. you, meet, you could say you meet good people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this is where they are. Yeah. Um, what'd you say? Because you said you you put out sort of a vibration into mm. the world. Would you say you started getting booked more in general? <laughs> <laughs> um... Should I sign up is what I'm asking. (laughs) Man, I'm all about vibes. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I think it's, I think it is like a karma thing. Mm -hmm. Well, literally in yoga, karma yoga is like doing selfless service. Like, and then you reap benefits, but maybe not even in this lifetime. You, can, you have to let go of the fruit. Yeah, because, right, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to do good to then receive right. good. That the Bible the specifically says that you're a bad person if you do that. But, like, <laughs> doesn't the Bhagavad Gita say that, too? Probably. Isn't that in... I think so. Um, yeah, no, it, does. it says, like, you have to let go of the fruits of... Right, but, like, <laughs> you know, if, like, my coworker actions. recently, is just like, I'm losing money. Like, I'm losing money all the time, and I, like, I... <laughs> oh, my God, she's listening. I told her to listen. <laughs> but, um, she's like, I'm, like... I get, you know, parking tickets all the time. I'm, like, spending so much, like, all these unexpected costs. I'm, like, what if you donate and, like, change your, I don't know, 
karma a little bit. I yeah. believe in that. Like, I do. I believe in totally. That. It's like, why when not? You have nothing. I yeah. mean, if you spend your whole life like just wanting for yourself, it's like yeah. I don't know. I always think about that. Like sometimes, like if I was ever rich, I would give it away. Oh my god! Yeah, well, most of it. Yeah. Some yeah, like no, I, I would like yeah, not all of it. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so when did so you moved to Chicago? Did you move to Chicago to do comedy? What's your story, Carly King? Oh my god, my story. So, um, childhood very dark. I would say until 17 it was a very dark time. Then I was like so excited for college, um, but because I was like so depressed in high school, I had literally the worst. Like I. I almost, I, I like left high school early. It was like, I don't know, will Dang. she graduate? No one really knew. Um, but then when I was just open with, I, I was, I missed a lot of school for mental health reasons. I was like in and out of hospitals a lot. So, but we didn't, me and my parents never told the school. So once I told the school and was honest with them, they were like, okay, just, you know, if you told us this all along, like we didn't know this was going on. We thought you just were like skipping school. Yeah. So they let me like retake all these classes and um, graduate. And so then, I wanted to go to college, but I had such a bad GPA, so I applied to art. I got into some art schools for my art, yeah. and then... Because um, they were like... You know, they were like, you have a portfolio. Sense, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, you can draw, but yeah, yeah. you're oh, dumb. Oh, because you are an amazing artist. Oh, well, <clears throat> I've seen you I mean, look at this on... Okay, are you kidding me, Caroline? You're look like at literally that, yeah. Get her in the MoMA. Don't say that. I've been telling your drawings on the floor. You're I'm, still... It's always... You're also a high you. achiever, hard worker. Um... <laughs> On the spectrum, yeah. That's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> um, and then the only school I got into besides an art school was <laughs> the University of Tampa because my friend's dad was the dean of admissions. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know if I can like say that, but oh well. Um, Enough time has passed. Yeah. And that's so, the state where Jeffrey Epstein got off fine. So yeah, so we're fine. Um, and I went there for two years and just Florida was not for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's like here. the motto of the state. Yeah. Florida's Florida not, not for, for me. me. It's not for anyone. <laughs> yeah. So I was there for two years and then I was like, I want to do comedy. I want to like. Yeah, let there it go. go. Let it go. Don't hold back. Um, I remember I like came to Chicago on a road trip and when I was 13, I wrote and I like live in Chicago. <gasps> and so, oh my God. That's oh my so, so I was like, I'm moving to the big city and I want to do comedy and I'm, and I transferred to Columbia. Um, and then, yeah, I would say like the best four years of my life have been oh probably in Chicago so far. Yeah. That's amazing. So you yeah. had some karma here. Maybe, I yeah. guess. You're meant to be here. There was like a, an energy here, shall we say. Shall we say? I vibrate. felt something when I was 13. I was like, I gotta, gotta be in the big city. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. And then, and then you went to Columbia and mm -hmm. then you started doing comedy all the time. You worked at comedy bar, right? Yeah. You I was a, a server there bar. and I just like watched all the comedians. And so you were like, I can do that. I I was very intimidated and I was like, whoa, this is really hard. Um, you I graduated like 16? Was hmm? it? Was, when did you graduate? Like 16, 17? Uh, from college? God, I forget. Uh, I think I like, I did one of those like uh, graduate in did May, you graduate? walk in December. <laughs> yeah, no, I did graduate yeah. college. I think 2016. Oh, yeah. December okay. 2016. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I definitely knew you at yeah. that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I started doing stand up when I was still in college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I started doing stand up, one of the first open mics I went to, you were hosting, you were guest hosting at North Bar on oh Saturday with all the bros oh in the audience. Oh my gosh, I remember that. And it was you and Lindsay, and I was, you guys were so funny, and you were like roasting these bros in the audience, and I was so intimidated by you. No I was way. like, I was like, who is this like oh, yeah. luscious haired goddess <laughs> yeah. on stage? That's so, so funny. Silly. And then yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I remember um, Chris, it was when you and Chris were still dating, yeah, and, he, yeah. and you introduced him, and you were like, I'm dating him, we actually have sex. And then he came <laughs> on stage, and I was like, okay, these cool hot people <laughs> yeah, I remember so cool. they gave those bros gave me and Chris acid <laughs> after that and we took what? it <laughs> that, that night <laughs> and we giggle 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 and uh, how was that <laughs> for, for, for Lucia <laughs> no I remember you you were with Olivia right yeah and that I was, was like, the first time so me and funny. Olivia and I was like I was like, I'm so glad they're doing this. It was funny because when me and Olivia met, we didn't like each other. Really? And I did, yeah. Shut up. I'm not kidding. We both had a vibe towards each other. I was like, this girl's, who's, who's she? You know? <laughs> and then. And now you're best friend. You started around. Well, I think I, did, I, right? I, I guess I started like in between when you graduated and walked. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I started um, the 2016 in August. So. Stand up? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh. Why? 
Oh, I feel like 2016 was way more recent than it was. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I graduated in 20, 2016. Are you 24? Are we the same age? I'm 25. What year did you graduate? A, I took a semester off school, though, okay. so then I, for mental health reasons, so, oh, I thought burp was going to come. <laughs> but, um, so then I graduated, like, a semester late, so I should have graduated in May. But. Did you graduate high school 2012 or 2013? Mm-hmm. 2012. Oh, okay. Oh, so are we in the same age 20, bracket? 2013, wow. I graduated high school. Wow. Damn. <laughs> 2007 here. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Caroline's, <laughs> Caroline's like the big sister I always ask my parents for. Aww. Or ask my parents to adopt you a big sister. You guys do have a really beautiful friendship. Aww. Thank you. People yeah. tell us we look alike. Yeah, we do look alike. You look like well, cousins. Oh, I love that. I wouldn't say sisters. It's crazy because our baby pictures are both so scary and they look exactly alike. Us around 10 years old, like 12 years old, we're, we like we have we're these like cornrow pictures. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone is. <laughs> we both everyone. have like cornrows. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and we're just like wearing like the like ugly like mud mud gray like yeah. t-shirts like oh, i thought you meant the the brand mud do you remember the oh, brand yeah. Mud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. i was always friends with girls who were allowed to shop it i feel like this was part of my mental illness <laughs> <laughs> my dad would only buy us like clothes from the sears boys section like after my parents got divorced but all my friends were like shopping at like libby lou and Gap. what the heck is libby lou, lou. i remember Club libby lou oh my god yeah that was i never was allowed to shop there oh limited two. limited two was like a rare it was like it was a, never i would go in and i'd be like this isn't me it was always <laughs> it was always old navy yeah i remember I once i took navy. my dad to hollister and he was like no i just I'm always l- felt but i'm grateful now yeah grateful no so that. grateful i i always didn't feel what how old were you you and your parents got divorced. I'm seven. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're young. Your parents are together, right? Yeah. Your parents are your parents are divorced. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was sixteen. Do you feel like that? Imp- I feel like parental divorce is has way more of a negative impact than our society lets on. Like it's such a normalized part of our culture that I think it's so normalized because it happens so often. But mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like a lack of communication or a, a lack of like honesty, like there's no transparency or like vulnerability at least, at least in in my parents divorce it was mm-hmm. very um i wanted them to get divorced i like asked oh, my dad i was like you guys gotta get divorced oh really and then he was like okay <laughs> not it wasn't just me <laughs> yeah but, it's not but like it you brought it like up a, out of the blue <laughs> yeah yeah i wasn't just like hey dad you know what i think would be a One good day, idea yeah. um but yeah no my parents still like hate each other so it's it's definitely it has a huge effect yeah it's like i mean it's like oh i run around out of work but it like it it does it it affects like a, at this point, like I'm far removed enough to know it's like this is not about me at all. Right. So yeah. I have my own indif- But at the time when when you're like a minor, right. <laughs> you're yeah, like uh, this season will never end. You're like so one part of me hates myself. Like I don't just how am I? Yeah. I think Connor King has a joke like that or something. It's like the two sides. Of, like he has so oh, many so funny pair. Yeah, 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 yeah. The two sides. Of, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I um, forget how, the wording. Shout out to Connor King. He has a lot of good family jokes. He does. He does. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't think we realize how much, like, our, you can feel so stuck in your environment as a teenager, yeah. especially if you're going through mental health issues. And then even if your parents are supportive, it's like, if your environment is toxic, like, you feel so stuck. Right. And you can't even see, the, you can't even see independence as a possibility. So that's why I like going to the high schools, because I'm like, this is the exact age when I was literally right. like, I don't care what anyone says. No one understands me. Um, because a lot of times, parents don't, believe the kids or don't have the resources right um so i think that's why i like doing it too because it's like okay here are like free resources if you're not getting this at school and you're not getting this at home that's so there cool. and nami is really cool like a lot of mental health organizations i don't know they're they're like pretty like true to their word and, and i really i've like, like flirted them. with the idea of being a high school teacher just, oh me just, too i'm like, like a counselor i'm just on the borderline i was the same way high school was awful for me yeah, like I was me too. deeply depressed and anxious and I didn't have and I didn't realize how horrible the people around me were mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. just like my family dynamics and I didn't I, no one gave me any context for what totally. was I feel like we needed yeah. I needed like everyone should have like an individual counselor I don't know like a therapist yeah <laughs> like and, high school, yeah. and yeah. there are it's totally like you you don't know that anything else exists even no. not only outside of your school or your family but your town it's like I just thought everyone grew up the way yeah, I grew right. up and it, it takes you like moving away and like forcing yourself to have new experience to realize like where I was very privileged or where right. I you know was like oh no that was really fucked up and and it's like some people never 
have that opportunity. Right. What are some of the things you teach your kids? So I mostly, they mostly have me do, I'm like trained to do both, but they mostly have like me tell my like personal story. So Mm -hmm. I talk about like what I've been through, like what I learned. And then, you know, I do like, like a little inspirational talk. It's like, uh, you know, and then, um, they ask questions a lot, a lot of time. And, and we say like, you can ask questions about whatever we get, like a lot of questions about like suicide and also a lot of questions because it's about like removing the stigma. But I would say that the stigma has been like, I feel like there is a pretty good conversation happening about mental health. Like, you know, like mm. I, even I remember me being in high school, I was like, I can't tell anyone right. I'm going to therapy where now it's yeah, like, it, now there it's seems like... to be an open discussion <laughs> So it seems more now um, people have a lot of questions about like different mental illnesses or, or what to look for in their friends. But it does seem that, you know, sometimes we'll go to classrooms and people are like, what is depression? But for the most part, or, or a lot of times students are like, my parents have this. Like yeah. the, these symptoms you're saying, my parents yeah. have, like, what do I do? Um, it's, I feel like when I was in high school, people didn't fully understand what like depression and what that really meant because mm-hmm. I remember I I was and um, I remember like taking like my guy friend aside and I was like I'm one I need to tell you something like I'm depressed and he was like <laughs> what he was like <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and I was like you you don't care like I was <laughs> <laughs> that's so awkward that's so funny but it's funny because like I don't think I like really told people like what I was dealing with. It's it's not, it wasn't just in the zeitgeist to like talk about it openly. Like I'm going to therapy or I'm on medications. Like, um, yeah. So that's good that people are talking about it now. I think it's way more open now. There's way more discussions of mental health. It's like, but I don't know in high schools. Like, I don't know if they're, I think, I think like people have a reason to be, (laughs) Upset and depressed is another I mean, thing. Our like, world is bad. Our, like, world, is, our yeah. world is bad. Yeah. Like, that's another... It's like, it's not you. Like, it's not... And that's the thing, too, is, like, a lot of... I mean, I still will have, like, depressive state, but, like, everything sort of changed for me once I left the toxic mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. And it made me question everything and be like, was this even depression or was right, I just, right. like, in a just horrible... Just reacting envi- to your environment. Yeah. to my environment. And so that's something to remind them too of like this is could be your environment and right. like a lot of these kids are going through I mean everyone's going through things in high school but right. especially like so it, I, I'm just like just make it through that like I just tell them I'm like just make it right. through this I know this is horrible yeah. and, and that's when they kind of I get their attention I'm like I know this is like the worst time in your life or you're pretending like yeah. you're, you're cool yeah. and it's all together because nobody I mean I remember like how popular in middle school, like everyone was like cutting themselves. Right. Was that a thing? You got like you guys. Had, it was like a trend Not in, middle in my school. school. It wasn't a trend. I went to school. a tiny. Um, I went to like a tiny Lutheran school, so we didn't have the same trends as the public school kids. Oh. But then <laughs> yeah. I had friends in public school, and they were like, they were like, I'm bi. And they were like on MySpace, and yeah. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I never had a MySpace or anything, but. Yeah, it was like a. Tr- I remember that being a trend, and me being like, "Wait, is this normal?" Like, right. I don't know. Should and I be doing it? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, the answer is no. The answer is no. Am I, am no, I doing it? No. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it just seemed like your reaction was like, "Yeah, I tried it." Oh well, like I did. Well, yeah. In middle, I remember like being in middle school, and I I was, and yeah. that's why I was going to therapy. And then I was like, "Wait, everyone is." And yeah. then I was like. Yeah, is this a problem or is this just nor you know? And that's right. the problem. No one was talking about it. It was just this thing that people would talk about on MySpace and like do to like get attention. Right. Not the attention was coming from a dark place. Right. Obviously, but yeah. Well, but it's weird. Like there, there was a lot of websites around that time. Like for self-destructive behaviors yeah. like eating disorders, eating disorders or, or like or the, there are so many and that's how I, my eating disorder started is i had a yeah. lacrosse coach i mean i've always had like an unhealthy relationship with food but i had a lacrosse coach but she was only a few she had just she was like in college and we were like she's so cool and she, she used to joke with me like about going on eating this she was already tiny you know she was like a naturally thin woman but she was going through a bad breakup and she was joking about going on eating disorder websites and we would joke about it but I didn't know what I was joking about. And then I went on it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, there's some <laughs> good information on here. Yeah. And then and that sent me down, you know. Yeah, because it do, because it does. It's a community around. Mm-hmm. It normalizes like destruction and like self-harm. And 
and all of those things and and no one was talking about like if we had had someone come in and be like okay listen this is self-harm this means you're this that and the other thing it would have yeah. i think changed a lot right um which is why stand-up i think is really great because it we can't we do have the power to i think normalize certain things or totally. to talk about stigmatized issues totally. in a way that like makes people feel better about them did you guys see gary goldman's special yeah i watched it literally two nights cried, ago cried cried really i feel like, like it's, a game, it. it's like a game changer it's a game changer i messaged him on twitter I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Carly i know out. literally i'm like i know i'm literally never seen but i'm just like i just can't thank you enough i just i'm this like yeah oh um, that's awesome have you seen it no oh, i follow I H- love his HBO Twitter, Go. but like, you yeah. Need to watch okay. it. I, I yeah. really think it is gonna change like things. I think it's gonna change the way people. I love start how open he is. Yeah. Like, he's just, well, he's, he's like, first of all such an amazing writer. I, well, I was his jokes were literally joke, 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 joke. Yeah. Fun, all hilarious. Well, I'm gonna be fully honest. He's not someone who makes me laugh from my belt. You know, like I see Rory Scovel, I literally have a hard time not peeing in my pants. I don't. I'm not that way with Gary Goldman's jokes, but. His jokes are so funny, but it's also, it's like his writing is so good. Mm-hmm. I appreciate his writing so much. Yeah. It's yeah. like, like artistically. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's just so good, but it's the whole thing that, like, yeah, he just talks a lot about his history and like how he couldn't yeah. talk about it. It's hard because he was, he's very hot. Yeah, he is. He's, he's very, been hot his whole I life. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, he's hot, right? Yeah, no, yeah. he's very attractive. And has been his whole life, so it's that's even harder because that's another stigma. It is hot people shouldn't be a new wave of of yeah comedians proving you can be hot (laughs) and depressed and depressed. Do you feel that way? (laughs) Yeah, I was so I was like in a back brace and like weird. Oh, like I wasn't like you were hot. No, I wasn't. No, not in high school. I was not in high school. Yeah, but I was not hot in college. I like. You came out of your shell. Yeah, literally, literally came out of my shell. shell. <laughs> I was in Florida. I was open. like so skinny, just like yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is it. No, like in in high school, I was like a I was like a jester. A jester. <laughs> oh yeah, she was voted uh, funniest. Yeah, right. Carly was literally the Joker. Yeah, I would. I would. They would just be like, make me laugh. Ha ha ha. Do something crazy. I did a lot of. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, uh, I'm reading this book on complex PTSD. Um, Explain what that is, Ooh, Caroline. Yeah. And um, it's just about like, it's about different, it's about trauma when you're growing up. And like trauma is such a word that like I don't usually like. Um, Why? Because it's like so dramatic, it feels and like. Well, it feels like it's also been used. Yes, a lot. people use yeah. it casually in a way where it's like that's not. Yeah, yeah. But it is talking about how like trauma can be as like insignificant as consistent neglect, mm-hmm. like emotionally or physically. It can be like physical abuse. It can, but like developmentally, it's it's trauma, and you right. learn to deal with it in different ways. So well, it's I talking think about we like, also have like. The people think of trauma as this huge thing. So it's like either I think you have to have been raped or been yeah. in the military. Or like a like, car crash. Yeah, or or like else it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's talking about the four main different ways. It's like personality typing of, and then like everyone's a mix of stuff. But like there's a uh, fight, flight, um, freeze, or fawn. And it's going, like, right now, I, I, like, I'm halfway through this book, and it's going through, like, the different ways that people deal with trauma. Um, And one of the, like, I don't know, like, fawning is something that I've never considered. Like, I know some people who are just, like, so responsive and so empathetic. And, like, one of the things is, like, being the class clown, being, like, like, Mm -hmm. you know, being the entertainment, being there for people. Like, it's a way of, like, coping with, certain things Mm -hmm. that are going in your life Mm -hmm. and like, you know, or like freezing, like removing yourself from situations like altogether and kind of distancing yourself emotionally or like being a busy bee. Like you're the, (laughs) the flight. Like I was, I was texting you today. It's just like revelations. I don't know. I'd highly recommend this book. It's like, Oh yeah. I want the complex PTSD. Um, have you read, um, the body keeps the score? (gasps) 
Nova I tried Kraft to, but like it was it. so dense. Like I couldn't. It get is into a little it. dense. Once you get through like the f- like first like hundred pages, it gets it's really well, it's it reminds down. me of that. Yeah. Um, you recommend it? I, he actually he yeah. mentions it in in. It's book. a really incredible it's book. By Pete Walker. Um, That's one Claire Austin Smith I think recommended. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. The body um, keeps the score. We'll link that in our bios. Yeah. And can, I need you to text me that book too. Yeah, I, I definitely will. Um, well, they say but even it's so because like I've <clears throat> even like in this last year, I've come across like personalities where it's like, is this a toxic person? Like, mm-hmm. I can't understand the way this person deals with, you know, like communication and stuff or like, you know, are they being manipulative? And it's like some people like they're just I don't know. They they could very well just be like responding in the best way they know how, and it's so it's like totally. teaching me right. a new level of empathy because like I felt like I was an empathetic person, but like there are certain people where it's like, well, it's so easy to if people are so frustrating to deal with, it's like so easy I think to fall out of, and you can like ask someone to like place. behave in a way that yeah. you want to, but like if they're I don't know. Unwilling. Like, if they're if they're an unwilling or don't really fully grasp like their patterns, it's like then you take it personally and then right. it's like it's black and white, but it's not black and white. Well, like, remembering have, exactly. Yeah. And I think like remembering that so there's a certain person in my family who gave birth to me. Subtle. <laughs> 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 Who doesn't listen to this podcast anymore, so we doesn't can name. She, yeah, <laughs> she said she doesn't listen anymore. But um, she. she just has, they just have um, certain very toxic behavior patterns that are very frustrating to deal with. And um, and I was talking to my therapist, and I was explaining her behavior, and just like how frustrating it is. And she's like, oh, yeah, those are classic signs of PTSD. She's like, those are classic yeah. coping. And then, so it made me then think about her upbringing and like put that into context. And I think it is so nice. It's such a, it's such a nice reminder to be like people, no one like wants to be however they are. It's like, we're all raised and ingrained with these traumatic things that then cause us to, cause as kids, literally the only thing we can do is develop coping me- mechanisms because otherwise like, our bodies would we would die yeah. because we can't feel the negative emotions. Totally, like, narcissism is such a buzzword these yeah. days. Like yeah. you know, trying to identify narcissists and oh, stuff. I read, I read a really interesting book about that. Yeah, how our culture is obsessed with the narcissism, like narcissists, and uses that as an excuse instead of like unpacking why. Yeah, it actually, is that. It's jo- keep going. I'm sorry. But no, I will tell you that. No, I love it. So good. But, but like, yeah, like so the symptoms where I'm like in this last year, like. I have, have girlfriends who are like, oh, he's a narcissist, like, stay away from him. And then it's, like, outlining these, you know, coping mechanisms. And I'm like, I don't know if, like, everyone's a narcissist. It's just, like, a way of dealing with stuff. So, exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, this book, you will love. It's so yeah. interesting. She talks about how, like, we're just, like, obsessed with the idea of narcissism. Yeah. And it's not really... Like, that's not really true at all. But everyone can be sort of explained yeah. by their story. Like, no one just is an asshole. Like, there's a reason. Not right. that that should excuse their behavior, but it can help you yeah. understand right. it and not take it personally. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship with them or, like, even have them in their right. life, but you don't need to, like, label them as, like, You don't have to use totally. it as a justification, yeah. but it can help you, like, not be mad. Yeah. Which is, you know, totally. it's like you want to save your own mind. I think I, my therapist got fed up with me complaining about my parents one day because she was just, like, she just said to me, she was like, why do you expect, like, like anything from them anymore. Like, right. what do you expect? You have to lower your expectations. She goes, well, you know who they are. Like, you, they don't owe yeah. you anything. Right. She was like, they owe you nothing anymore. You're eight, you're over 18. They did everything. They've actually given you a lot. So what, what do you, yeah. like, you got to go figure out your, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're 100% right. And it's, it's accepting. There was just like one meme floating around. I hate that, but I've been following all these like, hashtags because Instagram I've found so toxic so I'm just following yeah. these like inspirational hashtags yeah. and one of them was like um, part of part of like learning more about your mental health or accepting things or learning about yourself is realizing the emotional immaturity of your parents yeah did you guys see that one no I didn't no but I, but I was resonates. like wow dang there's like a Louise Hay meditation that I think we both listen to uh, where it's just like picture your, oh, I don't know if you listen to the whole thing, but it's like picture your parents as like tiny little kids and babies yes, and like they're, they're, yes. they're afraid in the world and like you just like visualize. That's so like, crazy empathize. to think about. And it's just like, Dang. oh yeah, like they're just little 
kids. And they're, they're, just trapped trapped in their, they're just trapped <laughs> yeah. in their own, like, crystallized. And they didn't even grow up states. in a generation that encouraged, right. like, looking within. Like, I feel very lucky to, like, be able to look. You know, I even look at myself a few years ago, and I'm like, I am ashamed. Right. Like, I am so embarrassed. <laughs> I, I literally, like, I could probably be canceled. Like, I, like, there are, are old tweets. Or I was vines. in a clique called The Seven in high school. <laughs> so if there's anyone no. getting canceled. Uh, we can't. I'm like, thank God Vine is deleted. Like, I was so out of control. And it's like, well, that's, well, there's, you know, that's part of who I was. Yeah. And thank God I am so lucky that I have been able to grow and look and learn. And it's like, my parents never did that. That's another reason I feel like stand-up is helpful because it brings another level of (laughs) self-awareness to yourself where you're like, you're like, okay, the first person I have to roast is myself. And so you're like, I can't keep doing behavior that... Totally. Unfortunately, not everybody sees it that way, but it is a great tool if you're in the right mindset to be able to like be self-aware and, and you know, you have to also be kind to yourself. Right. Because I love when you share uh, memories on Facebook, you're like, (laughs) 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 like, it's like SMH, like why can't people grow up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was like, so like, Poetic and like, yeah, I, oh yeah. my god, like so many paramour lyrics, uh-huh. but like they're all about my mom. <laughs> it's like, I'm, never, I'm never talking about like a crush. Exception. <laughs> yeah. It's like so sad. <laughs> so, how are you feeling about that? So, I feel like stand up uh, can be a toxic environment. So, then how do you bring in like what you, how do you practice what you preach? And maintain. Um, I, I try it's, to. It's awesome that you say, like, this has been the best four years of your life. So Totally. Yeah. I think it's also, like, I think I went through this phase of, like, like, a year and a half ago, like, really intense, like, jealousy of certain people. And once I started feeling that, like, I, I had so much fun the first year doing it because it's just, like, you're open mics. It's so exciting. Right. You're yeah. like, oh, I am kind of funny, Same. but I have so much to learn. Right. And yeah. it's, like, the one year is your safe year where it's, like, no one really expects yeah. anything of you. Like, anything I wasn't booked at all, like and amazing. I loved it. Yeah, and, it was yeah like, any yeah. Th- opportunity you get, you're like, thank you. I'm, yeah. like, really obsessed with this. And yeah. then I sort of, I think, like, let ego get the better of me. Not too much where I thought highly of myself, but in the way where I was, like... I should be doing I more. I was so insanely jealous. I mean... That's I'll just so say who it was because I've literally talked to her about it, but now she's one of my close friends. But I was like, I remember when Lael moved here, I was so jealous of her. And for no reason, she was so nice and so funny and so cool. And I was literally like just covered in this jealousy for no reason. And I had no idea why. And I had to really like look within myself and be like, where is this coming from? Right. And like, this is about me. Yeah. And then once I sort of worked through that, it took a couple months. And it wasn't just her. I was jealous of like anyone, right. everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were You were one person who I used as a, a spiritual teacher for dealing with my jealousy. Oh yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> jealous of you. I'm like put that in an enlightened way. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Well, it's funny how jealousy can kind of point you in the direction you're, you of realize you that you want no, it. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I had a I had a therapist a while ago, and she said that. Um, everyone we are jealous of, like it's a mirror of ourselves of what we totally we can do. And I see people. So my biggest point of jealousy is my sister, mm. and it's like anything she does. And I really feel like everyone else is sort of like branching out of that. But uh, I really feel like if you, it's you can really like retrain your brain a little bit too. Like you're always gonna feel a little bit jealous, totally. Like, but then you don't have to stick with that feeling to bring you down into like a really negative state. No, yeah, because then I just I just I, usually write it down after I feel yes. I'm like oh I want that totally. and then it becomes a goal and then you realize that it's like like I remember I was like so, and now she's one of my best friends because it's like oh this is just such a cool person that at the end of the day we just get along super well and 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 I realize like how dangerous comparison is mm-hmm. and then once you stop doing that and you're like this is just I'm on my own journey they are on their own journey everyone that we compare ourselves to it's like that was so liberating and of course everyone has little moments like you know you see someone get something you're like a little tinge and then you're like oh I'm gonna let go of that that's not me. I'm me. Right. What do I? And I remember like, okay, what is something I'm grateful for right now is what I try to do. But once I got over that jealousy thing, I was like, that felt like the biggest obstacle. Now I'm like, whatever. Now I'm just like, yeah. Okay. Let me write a new fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? 
I've, I, and if the next joke that comes to mind is another sex joke, I'm gonna right. freak out. Like, I can't, you know, it's like everyone has their thing that, that they're. That was the thing about Gary Goldman's, is I was like, dang, I really want to like intentionally redirect my writing. Yeah, because same after was, I watched his that. His writing was like so personal and so smart. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel like to do that, you really have to be like, this is what I wanna write about. Well, and then it's not also wait like, for anything to pop into your head. I don't know. Open mic sometimes, like, you're, you can't, you need to feed into the energy right, a little bit to yeah. grab the audience where they're at they're and like blow jobs blow jobs blow. <laughs> <laughs> and like so you will like kind of pander yeah. and it's like i don't brian morton told full of full of gems of wisdom but like one of the things was like don't do too many open mics like i don't just you can go to too many like oh, yeah. bad so rooms. You, you can get into like a like an Alice in Wonderland tunnel yeah. hole of just like what yeah. am I doing? The grind is the a grind lie. is okay. It's the grind lie. is such a lie. It is literally capitalism. Like stop. Oh my god, I yeah. love that. The it's grind capitalism. is capitalism. It's so stupid. Really, these oh dudes. That I'm like, you're so sad. Like yeah. go Volunteer. eat a vegetable. Like <laughs> yeah. you need to go home and I'm like, eat you a vegetable. Go work out. Journal. Don't go to this yes. open mic for two hours and go work out. Literally go home. Like oh my god, it's. That's what I've I've also learned. It's like I used to like, like if I don't have this many shows a month. Like I'm a failure, and I've learned that like that's so stupid. Like your success is not valued by how many shows you have because that's not even. I was like I'm not writing anything new right. on months where I would pack up my schedule. I'm like this isn't even fun. Now I yeah. don't have anything new. I'm just saying the same jokes that I hate. I'm not even doing well anymore. Right. So now I've just like. It comes like, in what are cycles. The important shows that I have and care about, and I can say no to stuff and not like and just have time to spend with my friends or or you know. That's live awesome. of an actual life. Yeah. That's so real. I but was so jealous of uh, Olivia with, uh, we both were at Late Late Breakfast. Holy, I've never felt. Jealousy it was a toxic real. jealousy where like I felt, I canceled a date that I had later that night because I was like, I need to go home. I had to call to my, my I called my mom. <laughs> I know, I talked to my family. <laughs> well, it was because here's why, because we both, so you well, told I was us making to every say, night. Well, yeah. Another one. Is oh, that okay? that's yours. Oh, that's yours. Yeah. So, um, so Caroline told us to. It was like within our first six months of doing stand up. So there, I, there was no place to feel jealousy for me. But you, you got us to sign up. Both Olivia and I got picked for late late breakfast. And then Olivia and I that day, I was pract- I planned so hard for yeah, my first one. I was planning so hard. I got past the first round. Olivia literally, I was like Didn't planning at plan. house. She was sitting on the couch like putting a spoon on her nose. Like that was literally <laughs> what she was doing. She ends up winning late late breakfast, and Caroline and I are just sitting there. <laughs> like seething <laughs> shell shock yeah. and it was just like a big learning experience it was it is it's such and it's so nice to be able to like talk about it and get over oh, it and be 100%. like I'm so on the other side of that and yeah. I think everyone has to go through that it's like you're a human being like you're gonna have jealousy like you compare yourself to people that you want to be like or you admire right. or so it's like I loved when I listened to your um the podcast you did oh the was, last one though with yeah Roger. and and how she was like you know mm-hmm become friends with those people, work with those people. And it's so true. I've then, used that advice and it works. It's great. Advi- Cause yeah. that's, and, and that's why I was like, Oh yeah. Like my, like some of my closest friendships have come from people that I like admired or was like, I want that. Like, that's right. so cool. And, and not even in a way it like just a natural, genuine yeah. friendship. And then that dissolves that lens of jealousy of being like, Oh, everyone is like, has their own shit going on. Right. I can't compare myself to this person. Cause they have their own struggles. I have my own, you know? Doesn't your mom say what something you told me? It might have yeah. been after like, it's changed my life. Well, yeah. Your so mom it's, so it's like if you, so I like the, like it shows you what you want. But then my, my mom also like always told me, she's like, you if you're jealous of someone, just like, would you be willing to trade your entire life for yeah, their like you, yes. life? Like you can't like, be jealous yes. of them unless you would tr- trade your entire life. Yeah, and it's That's like I never so would want to. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that gave me chills. Right, I would never want to have to not be myself. It's just so really. Then when you're jealous, you're jealous of a tiny slice of someone. Totally, you're, you're yeah. like jealous of almost something they represent. Uh, the, the the superficial part of it, and the right. and the parts of yourself that you're insecure about, and also like going off of that. I've, I've recently been thinking a lot about, like, criticism or, like, losing people in your life. And something that I read recently was about, like, um, like when you're receiving criticism from someone. And I think it's also, I feel like everyone here is pretty open. Like, if a friend came to you and was like, this is how I feel, I feel yeah. like we're all pretty open to being like, okay, I will think about that and consider that because I'm able to do that. 
But I had that happen with someone recently where I was like, I don't know if this is all right, but also is this just my perspective? Like, are they right? Mm -hmm. But then... They um, came to you, like, with criticism of you? Yeah. And then it was like, when you're receiving criticism from, from someone, like, think about their life like would you want their life like are they in a good place like where are they coming from and I was like oh my god yeah whoa yeah no no you know like yeah and that that idea I think is really important yeah yeah well and and Rod Tree's advice sort of it like totally lines up with what you were just saying of so like work with those people and like form projects with them and you should do that because if you're jealous of someone, it's probably a sign you're really like them. Like you're mm. actually, you have stuff in common or you're similar. And so then you would be actually good partners to create something. If you can just get past your own seething. Cause I think jealousy puts up a big boundary. Like if it you does. don't, if you let jealousy guide you, then it like, it creates, I think a lot of anger, anger yeah. and judgment and fear and like a, a wall. It puts mm-hmm. a wall. You're like going to battle against somebody mm-hmm. that's already winning. <laughs> like, Cause then you're stuck yeah. in competition. Yeah. But, you, but you're, comp- you're, but it's only in your head. Cause you're, totally. You're, you're like watching someone else win while it's like, just, just fucking stay in your lane. Like then, you know? then there's another <laughs> while element. you're on like a stationary bike. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm so like, I have a phobia that people will think I'm like social climbing or whatever mm-hmm. or like anything like that. So I'm like, I don't know. I've never thought of that, like trying to align myself with people I'm jealous of. It's just like, oh, I'm going to like do it on my own. Do you know what I mean? Totally. It's like, yeah. But I, get what you, totally what I you think you that. need people to a certain degree. I think stand up is hard because you do have to be self promote. You have to self promote and you have to like, you do have to put your own interests first in a way. But then you also, to do that, stand up is also like, all I'm about not saying I'm right. Like, I don't think, no, no. I think I have like. But I think a, that's a very real. I've thought default. about that all the time too. I'm like, what am I? Like, yeah. You know, I th- but it's, it's also like, I think if you get to, when you connect with people though, like, you know when it's real and when... You can tell when right. someone's n- n- being disingenuous. And a lot of times, like you were saying, the people that maybe you have this jealousy of or someone you actually will really get along with when you open right. yourself up. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's also, like, really... Like, say you did start a show with someone, the chances of that becoming, like, successful or whatever are... Who knows what's going to happen? So, really, all you... The only thing you can do is like have fun with, you know, so it's like something it's like you're not even probably social climbing if you are like trying to align with someone. It's more like we're doing this because it'd be fun. Because when you're social climbing, it's like it's like a fate. There's like a. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of. It's like there's. You can tell when someone's social climbing. Like or just disingenuine. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something behind it. Yeah. Let's list all the people we think are social. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about. Let's the specific <laughs> people we're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and they're not, and they're, like, uh, sometimes controversial figures. Yeah. No, true. Very true. Wolf Larson. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's yeah. not a he's social He's just trying to date me and use me to get up in the scene. <laughs> he's, a, he's a self-sabotager. <laughs> Did you guys see the interview Maddie did with him? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Maddie, oh, Maddie Wiener. Wiener. She oh, said she had it. to cut out a, a, like a full part of it because it was too intense. And there was an yeah. American flag in the that she had originally in the video, and he like asked her to move, move it. it down because yeah. she was like, I don't believe Jeez. it. Jeez. There was a part of the video where you could tell that she was starting to like join his team. Yeah, no, she loves him. Yeah. <laughs> Little, like, I think, I don't want to speak on her yeah. behalf, but. Yeah. No, she does. We'll I think, phone her I think in. She has, yeah. I think she has empathy. Like, she was like, I get him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so wise. I wish you came to my high school You guys talked. are what? Who the, I am so sorry. You should pick it up online. Up. Wow. Carly just got a call. Not to brag. Yeah. Not to brag. I got two calls. None of, none of us got <laughs> yeah, calls you except did. for I Carly. Heard. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you go to therapy? Do you see a therapist? Oh yes, I do mm-hmm. every week. Um, she's awesome. She's very like spiritual. She's like into crystals <gasps> and like astrology, which I'm like, I like, like, I don't even know how much I'm into that, but I, I love her. I love her. Oh, I, that's so important. She I around. haven't found a therapist I like, so I don't see You have on. to shop around. A l- I think it's you like do. dating. You it have is. to date around a little. And yeah. don't give up. That's the thing. I get it. And especially when you're in a certain state of mind, like you don't. I get it. People are like, I can't afford it. I don't, 
I don't like, you know, I tried and I, I, didn't, I didn't feel right with her. And I'm like, I get it, but you ha- like just do it for yourself and just try a couple yeah. more. It's like dating though and dating's exhausting. It's like you go out with one person and it's a bad date and you're like, I'm done forever. Like yeah. I give up. And especially if you're already depressed, it's so hard to like motivate yourself. Right. But Because you're not getting sex out of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> well, no, something that changed my life is that Brianna Murphy recommended this thing to me called Open Path, and it's this whole network of therapists in the city, and it's sliding scale. Yeah. And so I go to mine for $30 per week, which is like as much as I'd be paying for copay, and she's like incredible. And so we'll link that a Really? Yeah, that's it's called great, Open Path. Yeah. That's great. I mean, even like like if you if you call Nami and you say, like, I need, I mean, even my therapist is like, I have a list of three free therapists, or it's mm-hmm. like people that are in grad school that just want to, and, and they're great. Like, so it's like there are resources out there. They're just not necessarily readily right. available. So people are it's like, not like on the I cover of psychology.com. Yeah, like exactly. Because, you know, people don't want to, I mean, people want to get paid. So that right. it's not necessarily as advertised. But I mean, God, if everyone was in therapy, the world. Imagine. Well, I think with in our Carolina, my friendship, my thoughts on therapy have evolved because sometimes we've talked and I've been like, yeah, I do feel like. I feel like you can't overuse therapy. hundred percent. And and some people aren't honest and some right. people don't. And, and not every therapist is. You also, I've had my therapist give me certain advice and I'm like, no. And so yeah. you also have to learn like, okay, I, I can take this and put it on myself. I don't have to take everything. Right. Sometimes they don't have your best interests in mind. Yeah. <laughs> they're people too. Like, they, they don't, don't like yeah. you. And like, they're, you know, I've experienced that too. I go um, to a therapist who she doesn't give me advice. We do like hands on. So she like, sounds a little crazy. She gives me like energy work, like while we're doing there and she uses EDMR. Yes. So ED- yes. I want to try love that. that. E- wait, EMDR. Yeah. EMDR. And so she's not tapping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I she taps that. my shoulders. I, dude, it works. It I, works. People, it's been changing my people life. People are like, what are you talking about? It's, even while she was doing it, I was like, wait, how is this working? I was like, it, but it works. It works. And, and so she doesn't necessarily give me advice, which is like, so I'm not, because usually when I go to therapy, I talk constantly and then I would leave and I was like, did I even? Yeah do anything but so we just there's certain things and I close my eyes and I'm more like tapping into how I'm feeling about things and then she like will bring up she'll be like okay well I'm sort of sensing this or do you let's let's like have a dialogue between the two parts of you that yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. are conflicted so it's not like she's like yes I she's inserting herself into my experience but it's more like she's facilitating which I feel like is more helpful because I've for like a full year, I was going to a therapist where I would just talk for 60 minutes. And then I feel, and then at the end, she'd be like, okay, so it'll be $20. And I was like, did I get anything out of this? And 60 minutes isn't even that long. It's not, so it's, if it's, it's not, not constructive, it so it's just like, it passes really what I quickly. Do. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you can overuse therapy, but also the world is bad. And I feel like generally everyone could use therapy. Yeah. I mean, the world is bad. And it's just nice to, because it's like you can't always, not everyone is surrounding themselves with the right people. Right. You know, like you were saying in high school, it's like you didn't even know the people around you were bad. So it's like, so it, it, I think it's so important to have someone on the outside. You know, if that's not a therapist, just that is a person that encourages you to like look within yourself. And, right. you know, because sometimes friendships, people aren't, they don't want the best for you. Right. Yeah. Or sometimes your friends don't want you to unload everything on you. Yeah, which is that's fair. That's Lucia. <laughs> What? That's you. <laughs> what? I'm very supportive. No, you're supportive, but we both unload on each other. Oh, yeah. We both I, share I'm saying I, un- I unload on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were blaming me. No, and then you're I, saying- Did you see the reaction that came up <laughs> yeah. inside me? I was triggered. <laughs> Lucia has gotten to the point. This year. She's like, I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> but that's boundaries. And yeah, no, it's no, cool. It's and I'm like, I need to go. Well, it's hard because I think else. when, yeah. like when you have friends who are like willing to share and who like want to go do it to a deep space, it can be hard to, I don't really think we ever have this problem. I think we do it to a healthy degree, but cause you do want to be able to like share things. Totally. Every, you know, yeah. you want to be able to, and, and to talk about this stuff, especially if you're both into self help. But like when you giving me the point. same advice, like seven times, yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure. where it's like, I can't tell you this advice. Yeah. Like, what do you want to yeah. hear? I can't right. tell you something different. This yeah. is the same thing. Right, yeah. You got to make a change. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's also so important to have it be two sided mm-hmm. because there have been, I don't know, I'm sure those people will all, like, strangers will just tell me, like, right. dark, yeah. darkness. I'm like, what am I inviting? Like, what, right. like, 
So it's what like, what is seeping hell? into my cells right yeah, now I'm from like, your breath? What does yeah. my forehead say? Like, <laughs> well, like, it's because you have dark hair, sort of like a witchy energy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I just like invite like people unload on me a lot, which is fine. I can take it. But sometimes I'm like, I am not the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one you're looking I'm for. I'm not the one. And, and certain friendships I've had to be like... Yeah. You have never asked me how I was. Yeah, like, I'm literally. That's I'm, real. That's I'm like, real. you can tell me all your tra- like, lay it on me. I can handle it. I think I'm one of those people where I'm like, I want to know about right, other people's yeah. stuff. Yeah, tell myself, but you have to be able to listen to me. If you're gonna tell me all that, then I got a lot. To- I got files. That's something you I realized. Let's do it. That's something I realized that I was like. Well, it's hard. Like I, one reason I think I was attracted to journalism is that I like love asking questions. And but I've realized that in like certain past friendships and stuff, that I'm so comfortable asking questions. Like to the point where like I'll be basically like interviewing people without having to share anything of myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's almost a coping mechanism. Is like is like. Because then if you do that, someone can fully unload on you and then you don't have to share anything and you're still yeah. sort of protected. But then you totally. feel like you're carrying someone's story. Because you shoulders. are carrying them. Yeah. And your body holds on to all of that. Like your bo- everything we hold in our body. I think that's why tapping works because it's like we do actually hold all of our trauma and all of our experience. Right. Like, but your mind doesn't remember your body does. Dude, like, massage is crazy. Yeah. I feel like massage oh my God. is crazy therapeutic. Sometimes I like cry. Yeah, your life has changed since you've getting, been getting massages, right? I've been changing as a person. So do you feel like getting a nose ring has changed your personality? Absolutely. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking 100%, about that. 100%. Um, it's literally been infected the whole time I've had it. <laughs> Wait, when did you get it? I felt like you always had it. Well, so I first got it pierced when I was 16, and my parents shipped me off to New York City for the summer. And I lived there, and I was wild. Cool. I had fake ID. I was just drinking, and I pierced my nose. I got, like, seven ear piercings. Okay. I was yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah. Wait, let's Back to the story about New York. Uh, yes. Um, so I pierced my nose when I was 16, and then it fell out when I was drunk at a party because I was a wild teen, probably doing something for attention. And then um, when me and Maddie went on our road trip this summer, I was like, like I don't want to pierce my nose. Yeah. So I just did it. And my body rejects all piercings. I don't oh. know why I did it. Like, I don't clean it. I don't know. It's fine. I'll probably take it out in a few months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how I am with most things. Like I got into makeup and then immediately got styes on both my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I have my ears pierced, but I never wore earrings, so they just closed. Yeah. I love like, I love earrings though. I had like gauges and so. Did you really? Ears, oh yeah, really big ones. I was Carly a zero, Kane. which is like a big one. What's so a zero? My ears are like fucked up. Oh my god! Wait, let me see your ears. They've closed up pretty nicely, but like they're big yeah. holes. How big Ooh. were the holes? Like. She's Stop holding up like a, a, a nickel, like a, a nickel size. Wow. Yeah. So they can heal. My mom was like, what the fuck is that in her <laughs> ear? And I was like, what was your, what was your rationale for that? So we can share with the viewers. Yeah. Why, you why someone would do that? Yeah. Um, I was rebellious and looking for attention. Mm-hmm. Did you like the look? I did. Mm-hmm. I had like purple hair, you know. Oh my gosh. Like, so you were like a hot topic girl. No, it was more of like a, um, like, I thought I was cool because I listened to, like, Bob Dylan. But, like, <laughs> I was, like, I'm young and deep. Um, yeah. I was, like, I listened to, like, The Kinks. And, like, I'm, my dad shows me cool music. But I have gauges. I don't know. I was yeah. just, like, like, all my friends were, like, getting their holes filled. And I was, like, I'll make my ears bigger, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, like, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to get a little dirty. But all my friends were, like, getting fingered. And I was, like, well, I guess I'll just, like, get gauges. <laughs> opening something. I think that's why I got a perm. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'll just put chemicals into my head. (laughs) Well, I think we've been going for about... I think we covered it all. Yeah. This has been... I mean, we didn't cover it all, but this has been... I do worry that Bruce Gelsoring won't make it till the hour mark. (laughs) I know. We we have to go easy on Bruce. Hi, Bruce. So, would you say anyone who um, listens to this episode could get a 15% discount code on a Kohl's spot? <laughs> don't come to Cole's. Stop coming. <laughs> Please don't come. How has that how been? How, do you stay? how do how do you feel now that you're the Cole's queen? I mean, like I, it's like obviously flattering. Like that, it was all cool, but it's also like it doesn't mean anything. Like you know what I mean? It's like mm. it's really awesome to like. I mean, Cole's such an amazing person. I fucking love Alex Cuman. She's right. literally just been the queen. The yeah, the best and. 
I think I'll learn a lot, but you know, I've pretty much bombed every time <laughs> so far hosting. So, cause I'm trying to like to do brand, I'm like, I have to do a brand new 10 every time. And then mm-hmm. I just bomb. I'm like, just improve what you did last week. You little idiot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I enjoy it. It's, it's fun. And I actually, I like, like the fast paced nature to like mm-hmm. serving drinks and doing comedy are the only two things I've ever been good at. Oh, so. it keeps you busy. Yeah. Too. yeah. It's, I'm like, I know how to make a drink and yeah, you're perfect. Say something. It. It's oh, cool because I feel like Coles is. Uh, it's I just like, wish more women, just like women come, men stop coming, women come. I come. Yeah, I you can. guys come. I come. We're regular. Yeah, yeah we're, we're. I'd say we're Coles regulars. Definitely, it's, it's cool because Coles is. Uh, I feel like the one. Uh, like stand-up thing that people in Chicago who don't know anything about stand-up, they sort of know about Coles. Yeah. Yeah. I, it is such a cool thing. And I'm like, obviously like, like very, it's like so cool. I'm like, why me? Like, it's very nice. Right. But it's also not. Right. Right. It's still, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. You need more. Um, it, it doesn't mean I have like a new 15 minutes. It doesn't mean I got better at comedy. Cause I was. Oh, you will. You will. Yeah. Oh, you will. Hopefully. We'll get you into Zevia. We'll give you some <laughs> Zevia and chocolate. We'll give you some yeah, tips. This is like a, isn't it cha- life changing? Yeah. Isn't it I amazing? They have they've got Dr. Zevia, which is like Dr. Pepper. Wow. They've got root beer. They've got the other ones I don't really like. Cream soda. I, I don't like the cream soda. I don't like, I like the, the cream other soda. grape, grape. I like the grape. But I because Dr. Pepper was my favorite soda. And is this better for us? Probably not. Stevia is like good for you though. Stevia is fine. I mean, it's still putting something in you. I mean, it's just carbonated water and tartaric acid, which is probably good. Yeah, anyway, thanks for sponsoring us. Thank you for We're questioning everything yeah. about you. But. Um, so thank you, Carly Kane, so thank much for being here. I, I love you, Carly. I love you. And uh, Carly is the best, so you should follow her on Instagram and Twitter and follow yeah, her stand-up, Kaney. follow her home. <laughs> I'm so insecure about my handles. Stop. <laughs> I'm so insecure. I love it. I don't know why. <laughs> and if you're interested in Nami, then you should check out Nami's. Yes, website. no, they seriously have such incredible resources for I you. I sort of want to do it now. I'm, I want to. You can. Do I, I prefer if you guys cool. like want to. I'm I can really do I've referred a lot it. of people. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it really is great. And you don't have to do you, it's you do it when you can. And and then like I volunteered at their galas and stuff. Is that how you say gala? Gala. gala. Yeah. gala. We went to one a few weeks ago and it was pretty bad. Okay, brag. <laughs> big shoulders. Big shoulders. It was like a, it, big shoulders apparently is the reason Chicago public schools like exist, like uh, like many of them. Yeah. It's just like so insane. Because they just give all the funding that, like, and like oh, mentoring. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We so, just ate eggs mostly the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So thank you for listening. Um, and as always, we'll have a new episode out in probably a few months. <laughs> 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 like clockwork. <laughs> okay. uh, we love you. Um, bye, Bruce Kessler. Yay!